0: you've heard it all you haven't peace love podcast brings you more omg wait what moments my life has been so dramatic and traumatic i take a humorous look at it and each week we will discuss with fun and laughter full out mental health i go there i talk about being flawed and fabulous so guys let's get fabulous <music> beautiful people welcome to peace love podcast we are on episode 34 and it is called we always mourn suicide but will not talk about depression so how has everybody been hope there's a lot of people out there listening not just one person but if it is just one person hi and thank you for listening I realized the last um, episode I did was Christmas, so I really need to get into 2023 and talk about what I've been feeling. I've had a really bitch over the past few months emotionally. A lot of good stuff has happened, but I have not done a lot of things I wanted to do, like my podcast. I hear on the news, it's like you wake up and it's like, okay, Who's shot, what mass shooting, what suicide is happening. It, it's become the norm and it has to stop. Um, Twitch. I wanted to do an episode right after Twitch, but I was, sometimes I have this energy to want to do this and other times it's just hard getting through the day. But for somebody who brought so much joy to the world, to know he was suffering so bad goes to show you, you cannot judge a book by its cover I can camouflage it, I can do my smiles, we all can, but depression, it doesn't dis- it doesn't discriminate. And what's going on right now, well, let me back up for a second. This is my actual very first time I'm doing this video and audio. I never in the past two years have done this video. I've wanted to, but I realize I wanna have a personal relationship with you guys. You see who I am put the face or the voice together, however that saying goes, but the stigma, the stigma of mental health is killing people. Mental health matters. It's physical health, mental health. It's the same thing. Your physical symptoms correlate with your mental symptoms, whether it's anxiety, you have stomach aches, or you're sweating. I mean, there's so many facets of symptoms that happen. But people don't want to talk about mental health, but we are going to. I notice when I post things about mental health, it gets quiet. It's uncomfortable. I get it. But here is the time. Right now, we're ending generational trauma. From, from since man time, people have always had mental health. I don't know why that uh, people have shamed it, have made it taboo. I know that this generation, my daughter, who's 23 on, um, dating sites. And when you meet people, they're like, okay, I have ADHD, OCD. I'm healing my family trauma wounds. And it's like, that's the new cool. I love it. My generation, I'm 52. I will be 53 in May. But my generation is thinking one flew over the cuckoo's nest and nobody wants to be involuntarily institutionalized. So we all say, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. So as adults, we if we're not healed, how can our children be healed? We pass it on generational trauma. So whether it's a new baby coming in the world or wherever you are right now in life, we all need to freeze like freeze dance, freeze and check with ourselves and say, you know what? I'm not feeling okay. Whether it's this much or that much, there are resources out there for everybody. I mean, the 988 hotline, it's not just for suicide. It's for people in crisis. And less than 1% actually needed a crisis mobile unit to go out there where most people just needed someone to talk to. It's okay not to be okay. I don't know why people think There's something wrong to say, okay, I have anxiety. I found out at 47 I had ADHD. Thank God. I always thought I was crazy, lazy, and stupid. But what's happening is people have no idea how to channel their inner inner anger, inner stress, inner sadness, inner depression, inner trauma. Whatever you have and they're taking it out on multiple waves, whether it's somebody with road rage, somebody online who gets in a fight, someone who takes a gun to school, someone who shoots up a mall, nobody is fixing themselves. But now is the time because this stigma of mental health, people saying, oh, I'm okay. No, we're not okay. This entire world, this country, our epidemic is mental health. The first thing that should be on anyone's agenda should be let's get mental health available for everybody. The psychiatrist should not just be for the privileged. If I did not see a psychiatrist at 47 years old, I would not be alive. I was spiraling. I never knew why I was so angry. Why did I snap like this? Why was I overwhelmed so much? And then I found out Okay, you have depression, you have borderline, PTSD, didn't change anything, but I now know, okay, let me not put myself in certain situations. But I noticed even people that yell at the lady at the register at the supermarket Take that anger somewhere else because it's a domino effect. If you're rude to one person, they may have a sick child, God forbid, at home. Then they take their anger out on that, and it just trickles down. But on the flip side, you could do that with happiness. When you smile at one person, that could be the only smile they get. Then they'll smile to someone else, and then they'll smile. And you don't realize the the domino effect that it does have, good or bad. But when people, it's just, you know, the children are getting so, what's, um, it's getting younger and younger. Children trying to take their lives, the suicidal attempts. The statistics, I'm going back to 2017, 47% of the LGBTQ community, um, they considered suicide in 2017. I am sure that statistic has shot up. People are afraid to be who they are because people are going to make fun of them. First of all, people making fun of people worry about your own friggin' life. I don't know what makes you in charge, but if anybody wants to just be who they are, look, I am who I am. I am a zany, outgoing Fruit Loop in a world of Cheerios, but that's okay. And I don't care what people say about me. It's none of my business. But if you live a life trying to please everyone else, you are going to have inner resentment. And, you know, why does anybody else's opinion matter how you feel? Are they you? Have they walked in your shoes? No. So I used to live a life according to who I was with when I, if I was around a certain group, I was like, oh yeah, I'm like PTA everything. No, I was so disorganized. I couldn't do PTA. Oh, I'll be room mom it was so overwhelming. I mean, something as similar, so small as that and minuscule being room mom overwhelmed me, but I didn't want to disappoint so-and-so, but it goes across the board and we, we are right now an angry, angry nation. Um, I'm just looking at my notes here. People are afraid to talk about how they feel because... People will say, oh, will you stop? What do you have to be upset about? I've heard my whole life, I would be like, I'm kind of depressed. I'm feeling a little, oh, why are you depressed? You have a beautiful house. You have a great car. Oh, okay. Uh, uh. Depression doesn't discriminate. Doesn't matter what you weigh, what color you are, where you live, where you're from. And this has been going on and on forever, but it stops now. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm not feeling myself right now. Why should you walk around suffering if you don't have to? If there's an outlet, whether it be medication, a certain type of therapy, whatever it is to take away from me anxiety, if I didn't have my medication or especially my ADHD medicine, I'm on Adderall. And if I was not on extended release Adderall... I would be just this disorganized, depressed lump. It took me 47 years to realize why I couldn't follow up with things. Was I the only person like this? Comes to find out, come to find out there are millions of people out there like me. But what saddens me is when I see these young kids that are being cyber bullied and bullied in school and taking their lives because of that. Something has to be done. People in Congress and people everywhere are worried about FACACTA abortions. And if you see someone call the police, what is wrong with you people? The problem right now is people need access to mental health care. It should be available everywhere, anytime for free. I My psychiatrist, fired me over a payment dispute. It was during my divorce. I went to her for abandonment issues and was fired by my psychiatrist over money. Now that's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. Mental health is ruining people. It is killing people. Yes, the guns are... A huge issue, but it is if the people's brains were fixed, they wouldn't be going to the guns. We have this antiquated way of thinking with modern day problems. So you have, um, yes, everyone has their rights to their firearms and stuff, but that was written a long time ago before social media, real intense cyber bullying, before the world became this big cluster of fucked upness. And it's horrible. It is horrible what's going on. When I, I just read about, um, this, oh gosh, I think she was in middle school and she had been bullied and bullied, bullied. They posted something of her online. Two days later, she hung herself. Now, let me just back up. One incident does not cause somebody to be suicidal. Understand that. But we as parents have to look at our children. If you are a, child or a teen, a child, a teenager, and you're in high school listening to this, look at your friends, pay attention to like little, it's so hard because I'm going to go to teenagers right now. As teenagers, they're already ooh, all over the place and they grunt and it's hard to talk to them. But notice, is it longer than two weeks? Are they having your I don't want to say normal but, but typical reactions to things if they didn't get into their college it's normal to be upset but are they taking it to a different level notice are they talking about being worthless they don't feel like they should be here they have nothing worth living for don't poo poo those things and sweep them under the rug it's a cry for help when somebody dies of suicide I can assure you it isn't one incident they've been suffering for a long time I know for me I had to take my head out of the sand as a parent and not be an ostrich and really pay attention to my children. And I noticed certain things that were going on with them that were not healthy and typical behavior. I noticed my daughter was upset once going through something and she was watching all of these hardcore, like, like, um, criminal minds, but it wasn't just for, um, what's the cutie pie's name? okay, I can't think of it right now. She's going to kill me. But the cute one on um, Criminal Minds, but she was watching over and over again. And it was so deep. And okay, now I'm sitting here trying to think of the guy's name on Criminal Minds. I'm having a senior moment. I don't want to look 52, but my brain is 52. And um, okay, I'm just going to stop and um, obsessing over who his name was in the show and keep going because my friend David told me done is better than perfect. And I know I'm going all over the place and I'm going to go back to my trauma, but I have not done a lot of episodes because I think if I don't know how to do something perfectly, I won't do it, but there's no such thing as perfection. So I'm just going to keep on going. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep rolling with this. And I know for me that the 988 hotline, it's not just for feeling suicidal. It is for, you're in crisis. I couldn't stop crying. I was so sad that I just, in the past few months, it was just so much like, oh, what do I do? And you know what? I called 988. And somebody on that line talking to you, the most compassionate, it's like somebody's listening to me. It's just, wow. And it helped me. So I wish everybody would reach out to somebody, somebody you can trust. Look at your kids in school, their grades. Are they not going to the same clubs or activities? And there's so much pressure on these children. They don't have to go to such and such university. If they can only handle three classes and take one class at college, hypothetically, you know what I'm saying? That's all they need to do, but they feel they have to keep up with this one and that one, and who are these people? Who are the Joneses? I'd like to meet you, because everyone tries to keep up with you. Joneses, tell them that you're not perfect. So these unrealistic expectations, these kids in high school are trying to live up to, the pressure in college kids, it's, it's killing them, literally, and I can't take it. It breaks my heart that they think they have to be here so people don't think of them as this. The hazing. I hate it. I hate that these kids and these fraternities are drinking to a point of death so they can feel accepted, so they could feel liked. When you love yourself, and it, I say it like it's so easy, it's taken me 52 years to get here, but when you truly love yourself, you don't allow yourself to be put in situations to do things. Well, I hope they like me. I hope they like me. Everyone needs to walk into the room and say, I hope I like them. It's never I hope they like me. You need to hope that you're peace bubble and you're protected. Wait, Matthew Gray Goobler is his real name and I um, yeah, my mind is still I'm um, ADHD so my mind is still on criminal minds and um trying to talk to you guys. <laughs> See, this has happens to me all the time. But let me just talk about one good thing. I have talked about many times being on rock bottom's basement's basement. I've I've been clinically depressed without realizing it my entire life. Seriously, when I was born, genetically and circumstance, it's a miracle I'm alive. I was not wanted basically ever until it occurred to me I can love myself. I don't need anyone's approval. What am I doing? So by taking that time off for myself, which I did, and I went through a lot of crap, but being here like this in a weird way is very therapeutical for me because I don't want anybody to ever have to go through the hell I went through. I had to act a certain way in order for family members to love me. I was never true to myself. And speaking of true to myself, this is my book. It is on Amazon, listen to me. This is my book, True to Myself, Peace, Love, Marnie. It is on Amazon. My book is also being sold at the National Institute of Health in their bookstore. You've heard of NIH. And I walked into the bookstore. This is where my confidence just clicked in. I walked in. My son was on, is in a clinical trial there. I, I am obsessed with NIH. I love that place. They are so loving there. Anyway, I know my story is so powerful. You could read the reviews on Amazon. I walked in. I gave it to the manager or the people working there. And the next day, after they read the first, I'm going to say three chapters, my book was in the display window a week later. Side note, next to the Dr. Fauci bobblehead, so I had front and center display, which was so cool because I know I'm a human testament to resilience. You can talk to doctors. I have a psychiatrist. I talk to doctors. But you know what? It's the trauma survivors, the people that have gone through things like me and the many, many survivors out there that are sharing their voice right now. I will tell you how I cope with things. I have been the person who wasn't able to get out of bed every day. I slept on my bathroom floor. I literally one day was just like, God, please take me. I don't want to be here. So I've been there. I know what it likes to live with anxiety every minute of the day. But being aware of every one of my disorders or whatever you want, symptoms, I'm able to accountability and awareness was my way of healing so i know like when i start to talk fast i'm getting nervous pause i know not to go certain places because i don't want to be reminded of something or i know people will be there that just are not good for my aura and you don't you know i preach this so much but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do don't say well we have to go here they did this no you don't have to if it's going to put you If it costs you your piece, it's too expensive. But our kids right now, I want as parents, we need to say to our kids, if you're able to only take two classes in high school and that's all you can handle, that's great. You're in competition with nobody but yourself. Stay in your lane. It doesn't matter what Joe next door did or cousin Sally did or what uncle Leo did. It doesn't matter. Your journey is yours. If you want to be a perform, if you want to be an actor and your mother wants you to be a doctor, or if you want to be this, you got to do what's good for you because you will spend the rest of your life with inner resentment. I did. And you know what? I wish I could say, cut, take two scene. Let me have, let me go back to my thirties. I'm not going to get it back. So I can tell you that I spent years, the past, let me, 2017 is when I was diagnosed and I went from one level of crazy and depressed to being on Adderall and angry at the fucking world that I could have been something. I wasn't crazy. I wasn't lazy. I wasn't stupid. Like I was told my entire life. I wasn't, um, clumsy, you know, it was, I was not diagnosed. My brain has a disorder, sue me. Um, and I was mocked and teased and you know, I am, I am such a strong person. I am a warrior, but my imposter syndrome, I mean, I have an alphabet of stuff. You could just pick a letter and I can tell you a syndrome I have with that, but I don't believe the success I have. It's like, Oh, okay. I wrote a book during the worst time of my life, which I cannot wait for my other book, but I got to sell this one. I have to, I have to, you don't have to do anything. I get, I say now I get to. So I wrote a book. I started my podcast. I'm doing this podcast. I write for Newsweek. I've been on hundreds of radio shows. I've done so much and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't grasp. I look from the outside in. Two years ago, I was in Jacksonville by myself. I had just I've been divorced maybe six months and I had a lymph node. I have also chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I don't need treatment for the type of leukemia I have. I go for blood work um, every three months, four months, and they just check my numbers. I do not need treatment, but I don't know whether it was stress or whatever. But two years ago in Jacksonville, I had a lymph node right here, almost the size of a baseball. And they did a biopsy. Never again will I do anything local, knock me out because it hurt like a motherfucker. But they told me, okay, stage one, you need to start treatment. And I was just, no, I, I, that was not, I had too much on my buffet, played, the restaurant closed down. I, there, I was like, there's no way, there's no way. If this was my journey and I knew the universe had my back. But I was like, I'm not ready for treatment right now. I'm trying to heal my brain. I'm not ready for physical symptoms. It went, the lymph node ended up going away, dissipating. And I went came back to South Florida and I was with my original oncologist. And now my numbers, ironically, are better than ever. Another reason I have not done my podcast visually is because I now have new teeth. I have a great smile, but I had borderline periodontal disease it was so bad my the bones the gums were loose the bones my teeth were not healthy when I smiled you could see the bone loss and there were like spaces so if you notice in any pictures I kind of smiled like this I didn't want to show my teeth So I finally have my new teeth, which is why I can't wait to show off my new smile. It was depressing me to the point I couldn't do my videos. I started my podcast um, 2019 or 20, no, no, after COVID. So I started this 2020 and um, I've been asked to do videos from the very beginning. Nope, I didn't want to do them because I was so afraid of my smile and not doing what I love aided my depression, and it just snowballed into this manifestation of a bubble of bad. But now I am, nothing's perfect in my life, but I know everything happens for a reason. Whether I was supposed to make a video one day, whether you go out for dinner with this person, you get this job, your red light makes you late. You were supposed to, if it's out of your control, let it go. If you can't do anything about it, if it's in your control, of course, but if the traffic light is red, why are you going to waste this moment screaming, God damn it? Just, okay. It is what it is. I know I always say it's easier said than done, but it's taken me 50, um, 52 years to get here. You know, another little tip and I, I'm a little rusty. I haven't done this in a while, so i am all over the place. But if somebody comes to you with their feelings and they're saying, you know what, I'm not, I'm not doing great. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit depressed right now. Please don't invalidate them and say, why are you depressed? You'll be fine. Just go outside. Do not do that. Please, please, please. It's the worst thing you could do to somebody. You can say, I don't know what you're going through. I'm sorry. You know, you could just say, I, I empathize with what you're going through. If you need anything, I'm here for you. But don't invalidate them. Don't tell them, oh, do this, you'll be better. Because you're not them. You have not been in their shoes. You have not walked their journey. Every day, every day I do things, small baby steps every day. The one thing, just do one thing a day, like make your bed. And I've said that probably every episode I do. Because it's like this feeling of accomplishment. Okay, I started one thing. Um skincare my skincare routine is my routine every morning my Sunday Riley love Sunday Riley It's sick. It's six steps, but um, I will do anything for anti-aging Anything my birthday is coming up soon and I'm like, I don't mind be- being 53 me personally because vanities cause my insanity I want to age backwards. So if it has the word anti-aging I'm your girl but, um, but I have learned to love myself on the inside and it has nothing to do with my outside. So when, if you, I'm going back to parents now, if you're looking at your kids or if you see them struggling in college because they can't keep up with all their courses, please tell them it's okay. Drop the course. There is, you're in a mar. It's not a sprint to the finish line. It's just this ongoing marathon. We're all different. It's, Like the Grammys last week, you had all of these badass performers, or even if you put on your playlist, whether you have Pink, whether you have Jennifer Hudson, whether you have Beyonce, whoever you have, Ariana, Lady Gaga, any one of our queens out there. I mean, Queen Rihanna, who was just like, oh, you want me to do a halftime show? Sure. Just got up there as her badass self pregnant and just rocked the fucking house. I mean, people were complaining and then I'm like, well... Can you do that? So it was kind I mean, God bless her. But anyway, but see so you now I just lost my concentration. But I am gonna say this. I'm gonna pause it at that. And please go to peacelovemarnie.com. That's my website. Please book a 15-minute free consultation. You can talk to me and see if I'm a perfect fit for you. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a social worker, but I'm somebody who has lived with a lifetime. Of traumatic events. I have recovered from them. I will share what I do that keeps me healthy and sane. And I'm like a cheerleader, if that's a good way to look for it, like um, a coach for your mind. People go for, I see on TV every day, Hershey's saying hi if you can hear him in the background. I see on TV, they have on the news shows, on the morning shows, well, here we have this trainer to get fit for this, but nobody's talking about getting fit for our brains. That should be the number. One, I'm going back to what I think I was saying in the beginning, there should be nothing more important than making sure every single person in this country has access to mental health care. These kids on this college campus, Michigan State, or in El Paso, Texas, two times, Walmart and mall is there a center for anybody that's having triggers or PTSD available for mental health? No. So people don't know how to process it. So the people take it to, let me, how can I explain this? When I was having a breakdown, if you picture a spinning top, a tornado, a dreidel going round and round and round, in that moment, we're not ourselves. What I'm saying, you know, my daughter would like, what's wrong with you? And try and talk to me. But in that moment, I don't know who I was. I was triggered and that trigger took me to a very dark place. But when you snap out of it and you become lucid, it's like, wait, what just happened to me? And a lot of people are snapping in those moments of their rages, but they don't know what to do. So I am begging anyone that's able, I wish I could ask the manager, manager, can you please make some, by the way, whenever I ask for the manager, it's always to give a compliment. I never complain about people because we're all human and we can all be having bad days. But I wish I could say, manager, can you please put somebody in charge of mental health and make that a friggin' priority? That's what's wrong in this country. We need to say it's okay to talk about mental health because you can't have mental health without physical health. It matters. And accessibility to mental health from newborn until I don't care how old you are, 150. But it needs to be accessible, available, and affordable for everyone. If I didn't have medication, I would be dead, okay? I would not be able to be here. And there are people dying. Now there's family suicides? I mean, enough it, it, these mass shootings the the tragic minds people are living that they are like oh i can just go buy a shotgun and shoot people up because they don't know how to process they don't know what's going on there the parkland that just the anniversary the other day this kid was pleading for help in 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 indirect ways he was swept under the rug look what happened stop sweeping everybody and look it in the eye there is a crisis in this country Our country has an epidemic of mental health and we got to fix it or things are going to get even worse than they are. Okay, that's my rant. But anyway, thank you for listening to my very first audio and video podcast. Do not let anybody burst your bubble. Do not let anybody dull your sparkle. You stay true to who you are and I don't know. I just want to help everybody. It started out with younger. I was about to say something for young girls like um, women today are getting so catty against each other. And I just want to say we're all on Venus support each other. We've all been that drunk girl in that bathroom at one time. You hold their hair. You're like, oh, you do that girl. Tell him this and stay strong. We love each other. I wish women will just always empower one another. and know we're all on the same team. We're in zero competition with one another. We should only be in competition with ourselves. Stay true to who you are. Sending so much love. Do not let anyone ever dull your sparkle. Stand out, shine, be who you are. Much love and peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Peace Love Podcast. I hope you learned a little bit. Hope you laughed a little bit. And please, if you can subscribe and leave a review, possibly how amazing this episode was. Remember, stay true to who you are and never, ever let anybody dull your sparkle.